The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's going on across the sea? It ain't not, it ain't, but yeah. We don't have a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside because our camera is still messed up. But you do have a live look at the SWBC studio where your boys is in here doing what we do. Today's high in Dallas, Texas is a beautiful 82 degrees. Mm, It's beautiful outside, fellas. But we are here. That is the incomparable Kurt Daniels, the three-time Super Bowl champion. Nate Newton, the below average Jesse Holly, nah, Chris nah, Beam nah, is nah. in the back holding us down. I don't know where audio jazz are or bro will at, but together we make hanging with the boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel mm-hmm. us when we, we speak. speak. The gang is back together again. Yes. After being away for a while. Nate, you took a week off. You were traveling. Kurt, you took a week off. You I were did. traveling. Oh. Uh, Kurt went to Lake Louisville. Kate, like. Yeah, I know that Lake Louisville. Was, <laughs> that Lake Louisville looked Man, fantastic. I was not ready to come back. Yeah, that Lake Louisville looked absolutely <laughs> amazing. But we are all here. <laughs> you had a good week. I did. I had a decent week. Yeah. Let's hurry week. up and get to that. Don't yeah. be trying to go everywhere else, man. Come on, Chris, get on this dude, man. No, all right. I, I did. I know Chris Before got on me started. because I was supposed to bring it with me, uh, but. We finally kicked in the door. Yes. Shout out to my Kingdom Collegiate Academy Cougars. We won the basketball 1A state championship last Thursday, um, defeating Covenant Christian. Uh, we oh, won nice. in Waco. This is the first one for KCA. This is Jones, he got you. Over and under, who was going to win this championship first? I got you. I got you. <laughs> got you, got you, got you, got you. No. Um, we have been knocked at the door for a while now. We finally, finally, finally got through. So cool. uh, shout out to Coach Trey Givens, uh, who is the head coach of, of, of my team. Shout out to – I got to give oh, a shout Oh, now it's mine. Last year's like I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> Nuts, man. Shout out to my shout out to my guy Todd Shelton. Because when I took over at KCA and we were kind of doing some things and the coaches were leaving and stuff like that, I reached out to my guy Todd Shelton and he said, I got a guy for you. And he didn't want to give him to me. He said, I got a guy for you. I want to keep him from my staff, but I think this guy will be able to help what you're trying to do. And he gave me the coach Givens information and I reached out and it's it's worked. It, it's worked uh for us. Nice. So shout out to my guy. Uh, Todd Shelton, I appreciate you, brother, for uh, for the recommendation. And, and it's always good to have good people that you can have in your role that you can trust that can that can yeah. you know bring it to the to the table. The so final? why you ain't got a shirt on? You know, because you know about I, all I've the been celebrating like all week. Well, well, I'm talking about here on this show, man. I mean, wow, the star would have brought it out. I got you on my shirt. Different, yeah, yeah. I see you got a fatty, a fatty wrist. I got you right there, on my shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, uh, See, I want as fat as you think. Everybody be like, man, uh, I bet you was, took up the whole huddle. You I stand did. up, Jesse, so the people can see. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Who? Uh, wow. I wasn't as wide as everybody thought I was. Yeah, was you were. <laughs> they knew. That's, like, that's, from the, that's from the heavens right there. They, if yeah. they shot you from the back, they wouldn't have a lid wide enough. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have a lid wide enough to hit you from the back. That's don't don't go that with that. <laughs> All right. Let's get, uh, let's get into this thing. Combine. Yes. Got the combine coming up. Well, what's that face for? <laughs> it, you know, I, I know they have to look at every position, Jesse and Kurt, but there's only one position they should be looking at. No one. No, no we I, went through this. We went through this last week. The combine starts today. Um, from your perspectives, you, Kurt, you, Nate. I'll even throw mine in there. No, we don't want yours. We That's want fine. me and Kurt. That's fine. We don't That's want fine. yours. That's fine. Um, yeah, we do. Tight end. Yeah, yes, we, we do. do. Yeah, we do. Has the combine become watered down? Mm. Has it become watered down? Because the combine used to be the kind of – it used to be the – the ish, yeah, yeah. you know like, what I'm saying? Back yourself. in the day, like it yeah, was the it was the ish. Yourself. Yeah, but now we've kind of moved more into 
the pro day type situation. Guys elect not to work out, not to yeah. throw, not to do drills. Maybe just do some of the interviews. A lot of business happens during the combine. Mm-hmm. General managers talk to general managers, owners, and own, all that kind of stuff yeah. happens at the combine. But have we gotten to a point where the combine is watered down, or mm-hmm. does it still provide necessary information for you selecting the players that you want to select? I, I don't think it's watered down. I do think it's still necessary, and it gets the information you need, and, and it's not necessarily what happens on the field, all those measurements and everything. I think it's even more the medical reports they there you go. Yeah. And, uh, and the time they have spending interviewing these players is probably more valuable than, in some ways than, than the on-field stuff. Now, so I don't think it's watered down, but I'm not sure it has the same hype as the NFL marketing machine has given it. Right. Right. This is like this, a major event now for the NFL. And while it is good for the, for the teams to get this information, it's, it's just one piece of the, the, the real work is done in the fall probably. Okay. I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. It's more about entertainment now for the TV and for the sponsors and make sure they get out there. But that, the medical, that is the key. If you, you know, a guy can say, I ain't going to work out, but you know what? I need to feel you. I need you to lay hands on you. So need that, that braille. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. In a big way. Cause, need that braille on that body. I need that's that braille right, on that we body. That's right. We look at those, those film, those x-rays, are those, uh, it's a bigger thing to use now when they. The CAT scan, MRIs, yeah, and all MR, that kind of stuff. That is it. That is their braille. And when they say, oh, we got you. Yeah, yeah, we was going to take you in the first round, but we're going to put this word out on you. You got a, a, a bad <laughs> knee. Yes. So now yeah. you dropped out a little bit right into the Cowboys' second round pick. That was uh, <laughs> Damone Clark, was it, last year? Who, who yeah. Was, uh, Every year it's one or two major the, guys. The yeah. Every year it's one or two major guys that, that medical. That's, that, that is it, man. Uh, you know, we have uh, C walk, C or whatever, no walk or whatever with a C or less Pat, than a C. No C. Yeah. yeah, and then we Shout got out Kyle. To my guy, Pat Walker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever the, you know, C. And uh, anyway, uh, I'll mess it with him. I got to mess with him. Uh, he expect that from me. But those guys are there. And uh, and once again, I will get this in right quick. Like, if we're looking at anything but offensive linemen, we're wasting our time. Okay, so uh, my thought process on is it watered down? What information does it provide? I, I After my playing days were over, I had the opportunity to work for um, a company that does – Combine training. So you did security for combine training too? Huh? You did security for combine training too? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did security too. I did security as well. <laughs> and so, you know, at these different combine facilities, right? Mm-hmm. These 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 workout facilities, and they have them. They usually have them in all the hot climates, right? Texas, California, uh, Florida, mm-hmm. Georgia, kind of yeah. where it's always Arizona, well, Arizona. Um, and I, I and I got a chance to 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 train guys as they prepared for the combine, and it's it's it is really a pony show, and this is one of the things that I try to over and over and over reiterate to the guys, because you know some guys will come in and like oh I want to do this 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 and I go you're not here for that, you're here so that I can dress you up and yeah. get you into the best dog and pony show I possibly can for the combine because you know the drills I know what they're looking for yeah and so now this isn't a this isn't a place where we're coming to improve your this or enhance your that it's coming for I need I need to I need to teach to the test yeah and so for me that's where it kind of gets a little bit watered down as someone who's kind of been on the backside of it whether it's the interviews, whether it's the workouts, because I know what they're looking yeah. to see. They spend so much time on those track starts for the 60s. Yeah. Never, never use them again. You never use them again. <laughs> you like you never at any point in time are you going to be able to get a free release running and just going straight. Mm-hmm. You're not. You just you just you just unless you're the unless gunner. Unless you play for the you know Kevin. No, no, never mind. <laughs> You're never going. So that, that's to me at times why I feel like it's a little bit dog and pony because I know, like, hey, I, I need, it has to look like this. Yeah. However, we can make it look like this. Let's make it look like this the best that we possibly can. The 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 sixty obviously gets the 
the hype. The 40. The 40. The 40, the 40, the 40. Sorry, yeah. The, gets the hype and, and maybe the bench press. But what what's the most important but see the drills big, in your eyes? To me, to me, it's a change of directions. It's, Always. It's, it's, it's Always. what can you – because that is that is the – like the broad jump shows you explosion. You you know, you can load up and, you know, reach out there. Yeah, glutes. Let you them know. glutes tighten and explode. But for those guys who – are working in those small spaces. I need to see the lateral movement. Left tackles. That, that's going to show me a lot. That's going to show me a lot. So, like, when you do your 5-10-5, when you do your, you know, all, your L drills, all those things are going to show me, hey, can this guy bend? Can he move? Can he turn the corner? Can he put his foot in the ground and get back in the opposite direction? Because that's what the game has come to now. It's, it's, it's come to this sideline to sideline, being able to move in a specific manner that, that guys want to see. And then when it comes to the running route parts, you know, yeah, I want to see how he runs a curl route, but all this stuff is on air, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. why you'll see a lot of these quarterbacks say, well, I'm going to wait to throw it to my pro day because I get to now draw up my own script, throw the throw that I like to see, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really just work on that type of thing. And, and then you have the interview process, right? Like, that can be a weird situation. Yeah, there's been – Sketchy questions and such. They ask some crazy stuff yeah. behind the scenes. But even, but even still, again, in these in these training, these combine training specific places, they bring in guys. They bring in former scouts. They bring in former front office people. They bring in these guys. They they literally hire these guys, who they bring in to sit you down. Especially if you have guys at your spot that have potential first, second round, third round guys. If, if, if you're one of those places that continuously have those type of guys, then those facilities will bring in guys like uh, like Tannenbaum, mm. right, from the, from, from the New York Jets at his time oh, there in the front okay. office. Yeah. And they'll say, hey, we're going to give you $5,000. We're going to fly you in, put you up, and then we're going to just – he's going to just bring you in and they're going to interview. And he's going to kind of mm. grill you how he would grill someone at the combine. You know, so those are the type of things that happen behind the scenes. But the players, do the players place as much value on it as they used to? Maybe? Uh, the it, it is about guys like me and Jesse. If you are if you are projected second rounder and higher, and I mean it's consensus across the board. You know, uh, you kind of have a set of some type of arrogance to you. You may come in and say, well, I'll, I'll do this and I'll do this, but I ain't going to do this. And they're going to go along with it. And then, But you're going to promise them a date and that they can come work. I'm gonna cut you, but your agent has to say so as well. Like, if you're, if you're a high-profile dude, if, if you're represented by Rosenhaus or Stein, uh, uh, Lee Steinberg or uh, David, uh, I'm going to mess his last name up, uh, but Deshaun Washington, mm. those type of guys, they're going to say, no, no. Yeah, and so. He'll just meet. Yeah, they're in there. They'll do what they have to do, yeah. and then, but this is this is this is the tricky part. You have to understand as a player where you at and what's the consensus about you. If you're a third round pick and below, and I give you a perfect perfect example was that kid now that's a beast for for uh, the Seahawks. The big wide receiver, oh, DJ, um, yeah, DK Metcalf. Yeah. yeah, you see how he went from maybe a middle second rounder to, he just, you know what I'm saying, or maybe a third rounder. How he just jumped, and those are the guys that they are looking for. Guys that are workout warriors who've been specific with Jesse Force for three months, and all of a sudden it pays off. Every year we get one or two guys where it pays off. Where they, believe it or not, Wentz was one of those guys where it paid off, you know, coming from a smaller school. It paid off, and it catapulted him even higher. So it, it works. What he's doing, it it works. And it and uh, one thing about Nick Saban that a lot of people don't know is, whether you're a first-round pick or not, he he tell you whenever you get a chance to shine for these NFL guys, yeah. starting with the senior bowl on up into this combine and even further, you do the best you can to show them that you are deserving and and maybe that can uh one guy maybe a a scout or somebody say hey you know what he may not be this but he's our type guy so that may move you up yeah. a couple of notches. So, I know when you were coming out of college and it won but seven in the it mid. was Bledsoe and won but seven teams that used to do this. It started yeah. in Detroit 
seven teams say, used yeah, to do it. It was probably similar yeah. when you were coming out as it is today, but when you were coming now out. Now one but seven is called Blitzo. Uh, guys took it serious back then, but it was, it was more for the – I was fortunate somebody saw me at FAM and I was invited to that, but a lot of guys didn't get invited back then. And so you go and you run, you do your thing, but uh, – Scouting was a little bit more difficult than it is now because you got the you got the the worldwide yeah. well. But you weren't you yeah. weren't like going to training and no no no. It wasn't you weren't gonna pay nobody. You did your own thing. I did well at those at at, at the scouting combine, but you were looked at differently, you know. And it wasn't got about the it was about the smallest. It wasn't about race. It was about you from a smaller school. Uh, we're not going to, you know, we're going to look at you, and if you blow us away, fine. If not, you know. Right. So it's all about competition. Uh, nowadays, uh, it's it, it, if you are a first or second-round pick, high second-round pick, uh, you, you have that luxury. Like you say, your agent gives you that luxury. But if you are middle-of-the-pack, second-round, or on down, Stop with that arrogance because it's going to hurt you down the road. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our first break of the show. When we come back, um, I want to talk twofold. One, of course, we know franchise tag deadline is next week. There's really only maybe one or two guys that we've been having this conversation about. And Shouldn't then, be none, but anyway, go ahead. And, and, and <laughs> then um, the Cowboys announced their new coaching staff. There's been yes. a lot of changes. I want to talk more specifically on the offensive side. Are these changes going to be significant or has these changes set the Cowboys back just a little bit heading into next season with these new faces and new voices for this Cowboys offense? This is Hanging with the Boys. Stay right here with us. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. boys. 
Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Tuesday off-season edition. That first segment was brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And the Pro Shop, rep the Cowboys all year long. Get elite and authentic Dallas Cowboy gear for the off-season. Stop by your nearest store or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com for a fanatic experience and upgrade your Cowboys wardrobe today. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain blockchain.com. That's how Jerry gets you right there, boy. He even wants you to get gear for the offseason. Yep. Get in-season, get in-season gear. Oh, yep. and by the way, don't forget your off-season gear. Don't forget that. Get, start yeah, getting right. that now. Get get the little bit of one that we put on sale and then yeah. get the one that we're going to put you know, ahead of the yep. game. Get on the waiting list. Always selling. Talking about gear, this is a random Some thought. swim trunks. Some swim trunks. Oh. <laughs> Go to Lake Louisville. Um... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, uh, I saw that uh, our guy, Big Ben DiNucci, and his Ooh. Dallas brand. Oh, did you check out the game? Uh, a little bit of it. Oh, you mean uh, no? I mean his, his hats. hats. I, I thought you hats. referring to the XFL um, or whatever. Like Ben has turned that into yeah. a million, like a, a, a million dollar business. Yes, it's amazing. It's it's <laughs> just upside down, right, or backwards, or whatever it is. It's amazing what this thing can do right here. <laughs> it's a, if you get attached to this thing right here, uh, you, they, you got some of those hats. You can't get them. Oh, really? <laughs> you literally cannot get them. If you go online right now, they're sold out. <laughs> That's crazy. You cannot get them. In, like you have to know. Like you have to call Ben DiNucci and get them on the horn because they're sold out. <laughs> they're always, always sold out. But you get them. If there's nothing that I've learned in my 12 years here in Dallas, if you attach yourself to this thing right here. <laughs> That's true. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, a good chunk of these are sold out. Yeah. Dang. Most of them. Yeah, I mean, they're just sold out. Like, they can't produce enough of them. All right. All right. Shout out to Ben DiNucci and that, that just crazy, like, what was he thinking, right? Just, ah, I'm going to go do Dallas upside down. Yeah. And then I'm going to go, hey, Dak, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, put this hat on. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Dak put a little bit of money behind it. He got a little business with him, and now it's taking off. And uh, shout out to them for. Maybe you um, need to do Carolina upside down and sell it there. Then I'll be getting sued by Ben DiNucci. <laughs> and his, his lawyers are sitting sit that sister deceased. What is it called? Sister deceased letter? ASAP. It'll be like, hey, 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 hey. I don't think he's the first person to do upside down logos, by the way. No, but he's the most recent one. You know how that thing goes now. I know. <laughs> the, the lawyers will just do it just because and just try to bleed you uh, throughout the situation. All right. So franchise uh, tag deadline is next week. And when you look at the way the Cowboys did it last year, they only franchised one guy. That was Dalton Schultz. Yes. Uh, like $11 million they did it last year. And so now we've come back to the table again this year. And I think the really the only guy – that has been in this conversation, and we won't beat a dead horse. Um, but it's Tony Pollard, yeah. right? That, mm-hmm. That's the conversation. It's, it's, it's what are we going to do with Tony Pollard? He's the only one that I look up and I go, all right, this is a significant enough player that we have to have this conversation. He's coming off the broken leg and the high ankle sprain from the loss against the, in the loss against the San Francisco Niners in the playoffs. What do they do? What what do they do as 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 the Joneses are kind of making their ways around uh, around Indianapolis and the combine? Are they having the conversation with some other coaches? Are they looking at some other guys in the draft? The free agent pool for running backs is enormous. Yeah, we can't name them, but when it gets to that point, it is enormous. There are a lot of guys who you can feel like, hey, we can go get this guy who's been in the league for a couple years. And 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 plug and play him, but that leads into the second part of this question: One, is he worth the franchise tag? And two, when you start talking about all the coaches that have been named new on this staff, how are two, these two things going to work hand in hand? Do you want guys who understand a little bit of your offense still to be here, or do you want guys to get a fresh start? So for mm-hmm. Tony Pollard, like where, where where are we consensus at with Tony Pollard on giving him the franchise tag? Nate. Work out a deal. That's it. You only work out a deal. If you don't work out a deal, don't tag him. 
So what's a good deal, yeah. right? If you're saying, what is it, 10.1 or 10.1 million for his franchise tag for running backs? So would you say, you say, if okay, I would give him, I would give him a three-year deal, 15 million dollars. Yes, sir. Three million, yeah, that's that's about right. Maybe a little bit more. Three year, maybe seventeen, eighteen. Three that's year, it. fifteen million. Uh, seven, uh, seventeen, eighteen at the most. Six yes, sir. million a year or so. So yeah. yeah, around that. Yeah, and give him, give him, and a then give him eight, eight, nine million dollar yeah. maybe signing bonus. Yeah, then let it, let it ride. I mean, I, I just. So you're saying give him a give him a a relatively short term hmm. deal? Yes. But don't franchise him. No, don't franchise him. Do not do not do that. Do not do that. It, it, didn't his leg get broken two plates? Uh, two. Yeah, tore ligaments. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, wow. I, I kind of wonder about that too. I mean, that spot track who kind of tracks these uh, yeah, contracts and everything, they're, they're projecting his market value is around $9 million. Per? Yeah. Okay. Nine million per the the uh, franchise tag is I think just over ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know you look is is it seemed like his last few games really after Steele went out his his production dropped a little not not a lot but he he didn't have any other I think he had one ninety yard game. Material nothing over a hundred the last half of the season. And that it, that injury would really you better be real certain that he's ready to go. I think because some will say when you look at you know, other teams like like the Chiefs, for example, and how they handled their running back position, where just like, hey, we're gonna get a bunch of guys that like yeah. collectively it, it was one and a half, two million dollars collectively of all that they had on their football team. And you know, some might say this has kind of been the Achilles heel for the Cowboys on paint like the Cowboys have kind of been historically they've gambled and lost the gambling when it comes to players, projection, and contracts. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you could have paid Tony Pollard two years ago and got him for three years $10 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you waited and you gambled and then you go, oh, now he has a 1,000-yard season. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, like, yesterday's price is not today's price anymore. It, it is. Just got to do it. Yeah. Hold the line. Yeah. Fellas, I mean, come on now. Yeah. I've, come on, well, I mean – you know, if Tony Pollard walking here right now, probably nobody would beat him, giving him a big hug and telling him thank you than me. But, but if you can't separate the business, you know, that's why a lot of dudes walk around here broke. But I loved her, mm. but she wasn't no good. Mm. Okay, so that guac walk three thousand will do something to your emotions. Yeah, man. That gu- <laughs> hey, Kurt, let me tell you, brother. That guac walk three thousand. Yeah. Walk, 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 that guac walk three thousand would have you reconsider. You know, <laughs> that thing will have you. How you thinking? You in love? Number fourteen for the Philadelphia Eagles was the man. Sanders was the man all year long. Boston was to come out the, off the bench. Yeah. But who who turned it out? Number 14. And the other guy for Kansas City, I, 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 I didn't know his name before. I kind of don't know it now. But how did he show up? And he, I'm not saying that Tony Pollard is not explosive. I'm not saying that he did not do a hell of a job. I am saying he got injured. He got yeah. And it's, it is more – Serious than everybody want to believe, and then I don't want to be sitting here, you know. Hey man, uh, wow, we tagged him. In, well, yeah, yeah. We come just, on, man, don't do that. That's, that's the question: do Is he does he still have the explosiveness? Which we just went through this with Gallup. Yeah, and, know, yeah, but it's it's. Yeah, but yeah, but I get the ligaments. Yeah, but I get it, but we're talking about a broken bone. Well, I okay. think he had ba- damaged ligaments in there too. I think. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't know. All right. It just it's you better you better make sure he can. He's ready. Because We're if talking you, about if, medical if, at the combine, if, if, you better make sure this medical is right. You that's better what I'm make saying. Sure and, then we, and then we get, right. and then we get and then we and then we get eight games into the season or nine games to the season, and 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 we saying, wow. I, I just remember last year Dalton, and he was not injured. And I'm like, fellas, just don't do that. But Dak, oh, we gotta look out for Dak, and gotta be Dak friendly. Yeah, and then, and, 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 and yeah, okay. 
Offense has to be Dak friendly. Yeah. You got to keep continuity. You got to keep weapons around them. It didn't show up. It didn't show up. All right. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drag this over to the last segment of the show because I want to get into this. The Cowboys make some major shifts and changes across the coaching landscape. I want to get into that a little bit. And, and I want to I ask a question. I want to answer a question that Troy Aikman was asked about, is it harder to find an offensive coordinator than it is a head coach? So I'm going to talk about the coaching changes for the Cowboys. I want to, I want to, I want to ask the question. I want to answer the question that was asked to Troy Aikman, your boy. Is it harder to find an offensive coordinator or a head coach? Coming right back with this is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back, no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this beautiful Tuesday here at the SWBC studio at the Star. The Joneses, Jerry and Steven, are out at the Combine. I think, well, Steven's there. I haven't seen or heard from Jerry yet, but Steven's sure he will be for sure. Not. I'm sure Jerry will yeah. be there if he's not there already. The bus is already there, so he's somewhere around there. Where do they go? St. Elmo's? Is it St. Elmo's, Chris? The restaurant uh, in Indianapolis? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. With the with the what is that? The horse rides that they like and the in the, the the expensive bottles of wine? I guess I'm not, I've never been, so yeah, I can't not, really say. Not that Let's spend some of that money, Chris. I've spend, never been. Spend so some of that money, Chris. <laughs> spend some of that money, baby. Make it a make it a priority. Get out there and get to St. Elmo's, Chris. I know you got all that money tucked away back there. Can't take it with you, Chris. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a quote from uh Dallas Morning News beat writer Calvin Hill. He spoke with Vice President Stephen Jones. Uh, su- Subscribe to the philosophy of running backs not being worth the value at the top half of the draft. And Stephen just said that they're not 10-year players, but has no problem taking one at 26 if the right guy's there and you have a need. So he said uh, running backs no longer are like Emmitt Smith. When you, yeah. you, they're, they're plug and play for 10 straight years. It's more yeah. of a three or four year. And hence where we come to the point of a guy like Here's, Tony Pollard who. Um, yeah, I, 
Here, here's a note that G, our man G from Jersey sent us, and I'll have to trust his research. I haven't done it, but he says that McCarthy in Green Bay never had a running back past his rookie deal. Hmm. So I wonder if that would change the philosophy around here. We shall see. But one thing that did change around here and may also change the philosophy of how things are going offensively is that Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys made some significant changes on the offense of it. Mainly noted being the change of the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Kellen Moore is gone. He is in L.A. right now with the Chargers. Uh, just off the top of my head, um, uh, Former running back coach Skip Pete is no longer here. Yeah. And there's been some significant changes. Kurt, you have the list up. Give yeah. me give me the new list. We won't go through all defense, but give me the new list of offensive guys that McCarthy has brought in to help usher in this 2023 offense for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the other big changes were Mike Solari's now your offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a plus. Yeah, and Scott Tolzien is a new quarterback's guy. He was on staff last year as an assistant, and I think Nussmeyer followed Kellen Moore out there. So okay. He's a new quarterback's coach. Um, a lot of the other guys, Jeff Blasco is the new running back's coach. He was like assistant tight ends coach or something last year. Um, who else kind of stands out? Chase Hazlitt, assistant tight ends now. He was on the staff as an assistant um, By the way, Blasco was assistant offensive line coach. Last offensive year. line, okay, I couldn't remember for sure. Um, there's some most of the other guy, Ryan Fetter, I think is new. Raymond Chiyong, I haven't, um, he's new. They're they're just kind of you know quality control types. The only guy that count yeah. is the line offensive line coach. Yeah. that's the only. The rest of them is just guys. No big ones. The, no among bias. the big ones, it's you know Schottenheimer's new. Solari, the offensive line, Tolzien, the quarterbacks. Those are the three that I think. Really need uh, okay, yeah. and, and, and we'll start there because that that's a conversation. Offensive line, offensive coordinator, and quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, coach. yeah. The now you said something about Troy and his a statement. And he running made. backs, coach. That's a huge one. And too, running I back, think. coach. Yeah. Well, if we'll have running backs here next year, we don't yeah. know. Zeke will be here. Tony Pollard. <laughs> we, we, we don't even know. <laughs> yeah. who we're gonna have here. No, and we're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna get to Troy's question. And, and Troy's question for those who didn't hear me in the second segment. Troy's question was. Is it harder to find a – the question was asked to Troy, what is harder to find? And Troy said it is harder to find an offensive coordinator than it is a head coach in this league. And I think that's an interesting mm-hmm. take because twofold, right? right? You either have an offensive-minded head coach or a defensive-minded head coach. Or you can just be like the Giants a couple years ago and say, hey, we're going to hire Joe Judge, who's a special teams performance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can just have one of those type of deals and see how that works out for you. But you're either offensive-minded or defensive-minded. And if you're defensive-minded, then I think it behooves you to kind of have an offensive guy in there as your offensive coordinator because it helps out on planning and scheming and calling the plays on game day. But if you're an offensive guy, that's when it comes – into the mix because more of these offensive guys are taking on that role of pseudo play caller as well. But what do you think, Nate? You you had an opportunity to play for the great Norv Turner. I, I think in your days. I think this. I know this. I honor this with everything I got. If you got an offensive coordinator slash quarterback coach, it don't matter who the head coach is as long as he lets you do your job. Mm-hmm. Because you're 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 gonna always look at the, the game from a whole. And how it helps the offense, the defense, in all situations. That is Norv Turner supreme. He not only thought about what it was for his quarterback, how the protections are going to be for the offensive line, because it all comes back to the quarterback, you know, and protecting him and making sure he's right. The offensive coordinator is harder to get because he has to marry up with your which which a quarterback because if those two two guys are grinding it ain't gonna never work it ain't gonna never work so that I, I agree with that hundred mm-hmm. percent I've seen that Kurt my question to you in that parallel of it's harder to find an offensive coordinator as a head coach where do you stand on gray haired wisdom type mm-hmm. offensive coordinators yeah. or the new young bucks the 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 the, the whiz kids the mm-hmm. your your you know your new innovative type coaches yeah are, are you are you kind of on the fence on either one of those do you you yeah. proceed to say you know what give me the give me the 
Give me the gray wolf. Give me the guy. Who, <laughs> give me the grizzled vet who's been around the block for a while. Mm. Or, hey, give me the new guy, the analytical guy, the guy who's going to just say things, yeah. you know, do things, you know, going for it on fourth down because the numbers say so. Going for it here because the numbers say so. And, and, and more of that type of coach than the old dog who's saying, hey, listen, I've been in the trenches. Let's go this way. Yeah. I, you know, I guess I would lean towards maybe the newer wave, but, you know, experience means a lot. And so it's knowing what what happens in those trenches, and so so I guess I I guess I don't care either way if it's young or old, just as long as, long as you can do the job, you know. Um, and I think that's kind of what to Nate's point, where you know, calling the overall game. I think some of the criticism that maybe Kellen got was he was a good play caller, but he wasn't necessarily a good game manager. Like I think Emmett had said that, you know, he he, he did it. He didn't like the way he set this play up or didn't set this play up to set this up later, you know, that kind of thing. He wasn't working a whole game. Let me add this okay, one little okay. point, and I'm, I'm going to get right back to you. So when you look at the Cowboys, would you consider – because Kellen was supposed to be the, that, that, the boy wonder. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think Jason had more of that old school type of mentality towards him. And, you know, they both had – intermittent successes, right? They, mm -hmm. They'd have a 14, 13 win season, and they've had, you know, they'll have some good runs and project good numbers, and but but none of them, either either one of their styles never really yeah. worked didn't in the postseason. Yeah, didn't get them all done. You know? So, I don't know. Nate, what yeah. you got? You have to have both. Ooh. You, you, can't, you can't deal with one and not the other. Meaning this, what? This you league have to have both what? Young and old. You ask the yeah. question. You say, okay. which one? The wizard, the, the, the wise old guy, the young. You got to have both. You got to be smart enough as a head coach. Andy Reid showed you that. Uh, Sirianna, buddy, they showed you that. You have, this, this game is speeded up. This game is more athletic, faster. You have to have both. You have to be able to defend the whole field. You have to be able to cover the whole field. You have to be able to attack the whole field. You have to have both. They're just lining it up in the eye. That don't work no more. Just spreading it all. People can lock on to you. You have to have both. Yeah. But more importantly, you have to have a quarterback. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. If you got – Andy Reid and say the guy that just went to the commanders is Eric Bieniemy, who just threw in plays. Say, Coach, check this out. I saw this right here. You don't know where that play came from, mm -hmm. but you got to have a coach that's willing to listen and say, you know what? Yeah. If you can put it in there and if we can get this off of this and this off of that, the old veteran talking, we can make this happen. Or we can change the whole game plan. We won the same team in the first half, but this is what you're going to see in the second half. So you maybe, you need both. Yeah, maybe maybe you, we'll have that with McCarthy because he yeah, is that you veteran. Need both. And he, he talked about learning analytics that year he was off. Yeah, well, well we don't we don't believe that. No, don't, don't we, we don't believe that. Mm -mm. <laughs> Stop, Jess. That's my guy. You do it like me, not like no, uh -huh. that's my guy. But he was the same one that said he watched all the games no, and kind of no, find out he didn't watch all it. the games. Maybe, so, maybe no. You, you <laughs> cannot ride. You cannot. Today's NFL. You and this is what we should. This is what we should know. Watching the game, where you where your values at? What is happening? Have do you have the players that are smart enough to adjust so we can you know? As I'm a coordinator, do I have a player smart enough to make that? You saw what my hats off uh, to what you just said. Andrew Reed just showed us uh, the coach for the Philadelphia Eagles showed us the whole year. You know. I can put up game plans or I can change game plans due to the fact that I have the talent and the quarterbacks to do this. Okay, so you talk about having the quarterback. Yeah. Who is it more incumbent upon to squeeze the juice out of the talent of the quarterback, right? Because, mm -hmm. again, let's take Patrick Mahomes and mm -hmm. let's put him over here. Yes. Right? Let's, 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 <laughs> yeah. let's, not, let's not. I'm with you there. Let's, put let's him not over cloud here. our minds. Let's not, let's not, <laughs> right. let's not cloud. I'm let's with you. Let's just take yeah. him and put him on the shelf over yeah, here. Yeah, him and the kid at Cincinnati. Right? Let's yeah. put them over there. Yeah, right. But who is it? Who's more responsible of, of, of taking the quarterback and whatever that talent is, if his talent is. Not Patrick Mahomes. Like, <laughs> that's different. Like, you no, keep saying because that's put different. Him over there, yeah, put him over well, there. Put him over there. Because people will think about like, well, if I had Patrick, yeah, no. you can't. Yes, yeah. 
Who is more responsible? Is it the head coach or the offensive coordinator of getting the most out of that player to successfully get the team where it needs to be offensively? First of all, you would want your quarterback coach to be your offensive coordinator. You would want that. It don't always happen. You would want your offensive coordinator to be because I can all day long set up plays, but if you're the quarterback coach talking to him, then that might it pose be another a, question be, that yeah. we don't have time for yeah. today. Do we have too many damn assistants on the football team? <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Thank that's you. Another, that's a question for put that put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Do we have write that down. Put a pin in that. Do we, need, we, we have need to start. too many coaches on this football Thank team? Eleven you. offensive coaches, I think. Do we let, have? Let, let, let's. You know we'll what? We'll put a pin in that. We, 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 we're gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna put a pin in that for next time. But but again, it's just yes, yes, and yes. So we have too many. No, I'm talking about getting the most out of the quarterback. Who who's more responsible to get the most juice? Like we're looking at uh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith came into this league, became a journeyman, and then got with Pete Carroll. And like I feel like Pete Carroll, Pete can talk squeezed, to me, but oh. yeah. he squeezed every bit of whatever Geno Smith had talent wise. Hmm. He got every bit of that that Geno Smith juice out of him to 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 have some. To, to Geno Smith to have his best 30 touchdowns, 11 touchdowns yeah. this year, the best he's had yeah. in his career. Norv Turner walked in and told us, he said, fellas, my job is to find out the strengths and weaknesses of this team. And he mostly was talking to Troy. And was to get the, the best out of you. huh? Was he the quarterback's coach too? He, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think he was. Hmm. I think he was. I, I remember nobody else because when Troy had a problem, it was it, <laughs> he went to North. Yeah. So uh, when, when when you have all of these coaches, uh, it don't work. But North told us, my, my job is to get the best out of y'all, to see what y'all, y'all strengths and, and, and your weaknesses and play more to your strengths, even though, you know, you may be a nine-route guy every now and then we're going to ask you to run a skinny post. And we ask you to work on your weaknesses. Yeah. But that – and he looked at Troy. He was kind of looking at Troy when he was saying this. And and if you are not gearing that thing like that right there, and then your quarterback has to be over-receptive, especially when you're coming out of the gate with a new guy. You have to be over-receptive of trying to see and understand what he wants because his only job, his only lifeline is to make you better. And and, and and when you – and y'all hear me say this all the time, and maybe our quarterback ain't big on that, but every time a series you see a quarterback walk to the sideline, all those guys that we'll put over here in this different category, when they walk to the sideline, nine times out of ten, that offensive coordinator is walking over there with a pad yeah. Saying, hey, what did you see? Why did this happen? Whether it was great success, no success. They're, that is what we have to find for Dak. We have to find a guy that says, no, 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 because it ain't about a friendship. My job is to make you great and to help you be great. And if that is the case, you will build a friendship. Like I was telling I use my financial guy that I was talking to yesterday. He dropped a ball. And I, the first thing when we got through, me and him, I said, now we threw it all the pancakes and nice stuff and who can cook and who can't cook. We threw it all that because <laughs> next time I walk in there and you, this thing ain't right, I'm going to be saying, hey, you know what? I need another guy. Mm. That's how it works, bro. That's how – how you think Jesse went from security guard at an at a, at a AT&T to now a millionaire? Come on, man. <laughs> Jesse ain't trying to play. Come on. And that is our show. Yeah. Good just, you got. Can I put something in perspective real quick? Is it had to do anything about my money? <laughs> yeah. If, if not, if so, then I'm into this show. Go but ahead. Not, on. <laughs> you're more than welcome go, go, to. Go so, so Nate brought up the uh, 92 Cowboys coaching staff. There was 11 coaches on that staff. Yeah. It, it was 11 a, total? It was a, total. It was a, like, that's, uh, that's, that's all. Like, office defense. There was one head. I mean. Yeah, there well, was, there was one it. head chief, and there was two sub chiefs, and the rest of them was warriors. So they you said there's 11 coaches on the staff, period. Like, Sheesh. I, I could name all 11 real quick for you, yeah. okay? Yeah. Okay, Jimmy, head coach. Norv Turner, Joe Broski, uh Axe, Alex, yeah. Hubert Alexander, Robert Ford was a yeah. tight end coach. coach. Yeah. Tony Wise was yes. okay. offensive line coach. That was all offense. Right. Okay. Wow. Defense was Wanstead, Butch Davis, and Dave Campo. Right. 
That's three it. coaches. So and they then, had 11 total. The Cowboys got 11 <laughs> offensively and, and, now. And, then and our special teams, teams coach was Joe Avizano. Yeah. My boy. And then, and then Steve Hoffman was the, uh, was the kicking kick wow. coach. That, that, a kicking extraordinary coach. That was, that, that's, a, that's a great perspective. Yeah. Back in the I, mean, I don't know if there's qual- – that, that's what I'm looking at. We up, had a bunch so. of quality control guys that we never saw because <laughs> they were scouts. The majority oh. of them were scouts. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. 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 It doesn't Great have job, official, Chris. The official staff. Now, I looked at last year's staff. We had 26 on the staff last year. <sighs> Running that's, around and with their own agendas, and bro. That's, and that's not on the uh, strength. I took out strength and conditioning. Wow. That's running around with their own agenda. That's great perspective. A <laughs> lot, a lot. I just want to say once again, congratulations, Thank man. You. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Champion. Man, wow. Wow. You're going to get that ring? You beat Mr. Jones to ring. his, man. I, I, you going to give him a game plan on how to do it? I can. <laughs> Are you going to get rings? <laughs> yes. Jesse, okay. Yes. yes. Do we get rings, little, no, you little platinum play-play <laughs> rings? Can we get play-play no, rings? No. Jerry give out play-play rings if he win a Super Bowl. <laughs> when? It's been a long time. No, I'm like, well, you can give us a play-play ring. I'm not giving you a play-play ring. <laughs> you own three Super Bowl rings. I'm not giving you a play-play ring. Like, that's not even that. Jesse's going to get a pendant. I'm gonna, I, you know what? I was going to get like a little necklace. That would be sweet. Yeah, yeah man. Like, to, like, to, like, like the ladies get. Like just a number. Like, you know, yeah. All right. Jerry gave out them too. We had to pay for them though. I got my mom and dad one. <laughs> All right, man. Give that us a play, is, play ring. That, that is our show. Can we get a play, play ring? No! <laughs> get the play, play ring, man. All right, Kurt, it's good to see you, brother. Welcome see back you. from Lake Louisville. Boy, back. you look Welcome relieved. Back. You look like you drained and happy. And you don't know. You have no idea. <laughs> that guac, guac. was the far the journey it took him. <laughs> All right, that's Kurt. That's Nate. Chris in the back. Thank you to Audio Jazz. Thank you to Bro William, Bro Willie, Brother yes. M, Will. Uh, uh, Will. Yes. We appreciate, and most importantly, we appreciate you, the fans, for continuing to make us the number one rated show via YouTube across the Dallas Cowboys network. I am Jesse Holly. This is Hanging with the we Boys. We feel you. We feel you. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. We out. What are we talking this about? This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?